I'd like to welcome you again to the podcast, The Players in the Game of Life. Our topic today is Drug Epidemic Part 2. We're talking about saving the babies. I do indeed thank those of you that have downloaded this podcast. Share with a friend. It could be a great conversation starter. Those who are new to the podcast, thank you. I pray something is said today that ignites in you another way to think from a different perspective. Let us make something known to those who may not have a clue and remind those that have some knowledge about our subject. Addiction not only affects the ones using or misusing an illegal or prescription drug, it could possibly take others, including family members, on a journey with titanical repercussions, no matter how strong or what kind of relationship you may have. Let me make it plain. In last week's podcast, I made a statement that to me harmonizes with both family members and titanical repercussions. That statement or phrase was, save the babies. The babies are not using nor misusing illegal nor prescription drugs, at least not by their own free will. Let's go deeper. As true as it is, the addicted individual goes through a wide range of tormenting situations. But in my opinion, the impact that a parent battling an addiction could have on a child, whether alcoholic, illegal drug, or prescription drug abuse, nothing could compare or even come close to some of the not quite visible consequences of a family member and especially that innocent child, that baby, the babies. So let's do what we can to save the babies. When a mother and a father are strung out, addicted to drugs and or alcohol, they are generally too busy chasing that ghost, their next fix, to pay much attention to anyone or anything other than that unquenchable thirst for more and more of their substance of choice. This irresponsibility ranges from not taking care of basic needs like a healthy diet and personal hygiene to that which is secondary such as a proper education and a reasonable social life. The disease of addiction, be it alcoholism or drug abuse, whether illegal or prescription, is tied into some cases of child abuse. Can I press this? According to the Pediatric Clinic of North America, Volume 37, Issue 4, in August 1990, on pages 881 to 904, Substance Abuse and Child Abuse, Impact of Addiction on Children, states, at least one in 10 children in the U.S. is born into a chemically dependent family. Parental addiction has long-lasting detrimental effects on the health and safety of children. Early intervention is needed to free children from the double jeopardy of substance abuse and child abuse and to interrupt the multi-generational pattern of both problems. Breaking news. Addiction 
is gender friendly. Addiction is an equal dilemma distributor. Addiction has a work ethic any employer would appreciate. On duty 24-7. No breaks, no benefits, no vacation, no raises, and will work for minimum wage. Addiction is a disease, not a behavior problem. Addiction does not discriminate. But I got some good news. You remember David, that biblical player in the game of life? He penned these words about a healer. My soul, praise the Lord. And do not forget all his benefits. He forgives all your sin. He heals all of your diseases. This is how we save the babies. What do you think? Allow me to share a couple of things with you. One of the lessons I've learned in my short time as a player in the game of life in communicating using words. Always get a working definition of the words you use so those in whom you are speaking may get an understanding. So for the understanding of all the word empathy defined as the ability to understand another person's thoughts and feelings in a situation from their point of view rather than your own. Sometimes you have to look at things from another person's perspective. They say if you could walk a mile in another man's shoes, you would know what it is like. I also believe it is to be essential to make known that in this context, remember addiction is a disease, it's a sickness, and not just a consequence of bad choices. Now let's talk about the loss of trust. A person who suffers from drug and alcohol addiction is not one whose word is trustworthy. It's not reliable. Though some addicts truly intend to be stand-up people, they intend to keep their promise and obligations, but their substance of choice makes it difficult and even impossible for them to follow through. Come on now, have a little empathy. They're dealing with a sickness. I mean, it's not a sickness like cancer, and then it may be looked at like that. What would you do if a loved one had cancer? You'd do everything in your power to get them the kind of help that they needed. At least I, that's what I hope you would do. You wouldn't ostracize them or kick them to the curb either. There's special treatment that they have to have, and you would search that treatment out. This sickness will even cause them to forget the promises they make to their children. Done over a substantial number of times would make it very hard, if not almost impossible, to form any type of bond with other people. Sometimes because of the things that happen in the family and especially with drug abuse and your children learn or they find out that they can't trust you or believe in you. You know, it, it makes it rather hard because you're the person that's closest to them. If they can't believe what you say or believe what you're going to do or, or trust you to a certain point, what do you think that's going to do with their relationship towards other people? We'll get, we'll get to that in a little bit later. 
but it, it, it makes it kind of difficult to form any type of bond with other people, thereby putting a roadblock to a meaningful relationship since they never learned to trust, which more times than none, the sequel is broken marriages and dysfunctional children. We have to save the babies. If we don't, what is our generation coming to? But if, if you really be honest about it, and let's think, truly be honest about it, each generation has gotten progressively worse. We've stopped doing some very important things in the children's lives. Our parents used to make us go to church, used to make us go and, and, and just, we had to go every Sunday. Did that stop us from doing wrong? No, it didn't, but what it did do for us was gave us something else that we could hope in, something else that we could put our faith in, something else that we knew good and well that if things didn't work out the way it was, the way that we wanted it to go, or the way that hurt us or something, we could go and pray about it and talk about it. I remember the songs I had a praying grandmother. You know, I know my grandmother prayed for me. I haven't always done everything that was right in my life. I made some bad decisions, some bad choices. But I knew that if I would just trust in the Lord, that everything would be all right. Even when I went through some trials and tribulations, he went through them with me. And he brought me out of whatever it was. He can bring you out as well. We didn't share that with our children. In fact, we used to tell them, no, you can make up your own mind. If you don't want to go, you ain't got to go. And now they don't have anybody else to go to because... We done messed up so much, some of us, in our lives and doing the things we wanted to do, when we wanted to do them, how we wanted to do them, and who we wanted to do them to and with, that the children don't trust us like that anymore. So they don't have anybody to go to. This addicted individual did not wake up one morning, look in the mirror and say, I think I want to become an addiction substance abuser. I find it rather difficult to believe they would want this same kind of sickness to be passed down to their children intentionally. With all this being played out by the addict, the addicted individual, that sick person will more than likely leave all the responsibilities to a loved one, a spouse, some significant other, another family member that ends up being a sequel or being not a sequel, an enabler. An enabler, my God. Talking about increased stress. Tune in next week when players in the game of life will shine the light on the crutch and the heart buster. Don't forget, we are not trying to make you think like us. We just want you to think, to respond, to navigate, Seek professional help. Don't you want to save the babies? Again, go to the players in the game of life.com. Hit that subscribe button. You can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast. We're not asking for donations, just your acknowledgement. Punch that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. God bless you. We love you. And let's deal with this situation. Let's try to save the babies our babies. Talk to you later.